Right. Technical problems. It's so good to have you guys here. It's so wonderful to see all your incredible faces. So tonight I want to preach something interesting. For the past couple of weeks, I've been dealing with various things, rejection, the orphan heart. And I want to ask you guys tonight, who's ever seen a sheep? Scarp. Who's seen a sheep? All right? All right, you guys have all seen a sheep. All right? Oberusteria. So let's go to my images while my wife was Technical. Ah, you can see my sheep. Who knows where that sheep comes from? It comes from my lounge, right? So it's a great sheep. It's an incredible sheep because it's got this look like I want to chat to you. I just want to kind of know what's going on in your life, and uh, I think that you're really awesome and you're really wonderful. But you know that um, in John 10, verse 25 to 28. Am I really loud? I feel incredibly loud. Sharp. I'm just, yeah, I'll just put mids down maybe a little bit. Play around with the equalizer. That'd be good. All right? All right. Okay. So John 10 verse 25. Can you find it? So Jesus answered them, and I told you, and you do not believe. The works that I do is in my Father's name, bear witness about me, but you do not believe because you are not part of my flock. Next verse. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. So tonight I want to speak about being good sheep. So there's a little song that I learned a couple of years ago that I will play to you as well. Um, I'm not going to sing it to you. Or maybe I can sing it to you. And I can get you guys all to do the actions with me. What do you think about that idea? So let's all stand. We're going to do it together. Come, come, come. Yay! We're all going to do it together. All right? So the song goes something like this. I just want to be a sheep, ba, 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 ba. Okay, everyone, one, two, three. I just want to be a sheep, ba, 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 ba. I just want to be a sheep, ba, 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 ba. I praise the Lord, my soul to keep. I just want to be a sheep, ba, 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 ba. Okay, you guys got that piece? All right, so then we're going to go to the next verse. So let's do the first one again. So... I just want to be a sheep, ba, 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 ba. I just want to be a sheep, ba, 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 ba. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. I just want to be a sheep, ba, 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 ba. I don't want to be a goat, no, 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 no. I don't want to be a goat, no, 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 no. Because a goat ain't got no hope. I don't want to be a goat, no, 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 no. But I just want to be a sheep, bop, 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 bop. I just want to be a sheep, bop, 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 bop. I praise the Lord, my soul to keep. I just want to be a sheep, bop, 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 bop. I don't want to be a Pharisee. 
I don't want to be a Pharisee, cause they're not facing. I don't want to be a Pharisee, but I just want to be a sheep. I just want to be a sheep. I praise the Lord, my soul to keep. I just want to be a sheep. I don't want to be a sad, you see. I don't want to be a sad, you see. Because this is sad, you see. I don't want to be a sad, you see. But I just want to be a sheep. Bop, 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 bop. I just want to be a sheep. Bop, 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 bop. I praise the Lord, my soul to keep. I just want to be a sheep. Bop, 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 bop. It's interesting what you gave people to do. Well done. We'll do it again later. <laughs> now that you know the song. So everyone's going to go home tonight saying, I just want to be a sheep. <laughs> So Jesus says to us, he says that my sheep will know my voice, and they will follow me. <laughs> but you know, in the world today, there's lots of voices. Lots of voices calling your attention, wanting to know you, saying, follow me, follow me, I know the way. But Jesus says in verse 26, you do not believe because you're not my sheep. And tonight, God is calling us to be sheep. And you know, the world tries and makes it so difficult. Because they're trying to give you all these other ideas, all these other things of what it means to actually find happiness inside. Finding everything that God is saying to you in, on the inside. But it's actually very simple. Jesus called us to be sheep. So do we actually act like sheep, or do we act like goats? And I want you to turn with me to Matthew 25, verse 32. It says, before him will be gathered all the nations, and he will separate people from one another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will place the sheep on his right hand and the goats on his left. So which are we? Which one do you want to be? Do you want to be a sheep or do you want to be a goat? <laughs> I'm going to have a lot of that the whole night. So you don't know that actually like, like goats are quite interesting animals. Who's ever wanted a pet goat? Yes, we did have a pet goat. We actually had a pet goat in our backyard for a month. It was quite traumatizing to all my plants and my kids and me. So there's, there's six things tonight that I want to talk about. About the differences between being a sheep and being a goat. And number one is that sheep have a coat. Goats have hair. In Isaiah 1 verse 18 to 20 says the following. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be eaten by the sword. 
for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. So these two things, there's repentance and there's rebellion. We, are, we as people are so quick to have rebellion in our hearts. Whenever a school teacher at school have told you to do your homework, what happens? Yeah, I don't want to do it. When your mom and dad tells you to go, do, go clean your bedroom, okay? When husbands and wives, when husbands ask, let's say ask, their wives to wash the car, they say, no. All right? Because wives don't wash cars, it's guys' jobs. But my wife has done it. She's taken it to the car wash. It's great. Because you see, we as people are actually born rebellious. Adam and Eve, they rebelled against God and they brought it in to all of creation and it became a part of who we are. And Revelations 3 verse 3 says the following, Remember then what you've received and heard, keep it and repent. If you will not wake up, I will come to you like a thief and you will not know at what hour I will come against you. You see, God says to us, we need to be quick to repent. If we sin, we need to come and we need to repent. And it means that we actually have to walk away from sin, run away from it. You know that wool is something that's quite warm, right? Who's wearing something that's made from wool? Okay, most of us. Do you know that goat's hair can also be used for clothing? It's called mohair, all right? But do you know that mohair is actually not as warm as wool? You can wear a mohair jersey, and it will not keep you as warm as this would keep you. Because this is wool. And wool works because it insulates. Goat's hair doesn't actually insulate. And I want to draw a comparison is when we are loving the Lord and we, we go and we allow Him to work in us, what happens is He takes us and He washes us like wool, like snow. He cleans us. But when we try and do things in our own way, when we try and do things by ourselves without people helping us, it's like trying to overcome a sin. So Jandre likes to pick his nose. It's my favorite example. But the problem is, John Dre gets it okay. He comes right for about a week or two, and then he fails miserably because he tries to do it by himself. But when he goes to Ivia, they don't pick their noses together. Ivia comes and he helps John Dre. When John Dre gets the urge to actually do it, Ivia comes and says, Brew, you can, you can overcome this. You can overcome this thing. Because when we try and do it on our own, we normally fail. And if we do it like that, we can only do it in our own strength for a little while. But we need Jesus to come and bring us into everything that he has for us. Philippians 4 verse 13 says, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Because if Christ does not strengthen us, there's nothing that we can do. We cannot get it right on our own. The world says, find your inner peace, and there's no peace. Clear your mind, 
and then there's just nothing in there. You know that men have got a nothing box for the ladies. Do you know? Whenever I sit, sometimes I sit on the couch and I'm just staring out the window and my wife will be like, what are you thinking about? I'm like, nothing. And women can't understand that men can think about nothing. No, Linda, you also think about nothing. And it's wonderful sometimes to think about nothing. Because you just there. My second point is, the difference between sheep and goats is that the one's got an up tail and the other one's got a down tail. Up and down. Goats have got a tail that sticks up. Sheep has a tail that hangs down. And that is submission versus getting my back up. In James 4 verse 7, it says, Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and flee from him. Ephesians 5 verse 21. Submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. You see, a goat will be like, nah, I don't want to do what you tell me. I don't like it. Getting your back up. When someone comes to you and says to you, Matthew, I see something in your life, bro. I see that there's something that, that I really feel that God wants to deal with you, that wants to work in you. And the first thing that Matthew does is like, nope, sorry, nope. I'm not allowing you into my life. Because goats get their backs up. Sheep go, okay, let me look at it. Many times, my wife will say things to me, and I'll get my back up in the beginning. But like, no, I don't like this. But if I go and I sit, and I actually look at it for a little bit, I've learned to, when my wife talks to me. Because I always try and defend myself. Goats always try and defend themselves. Because we're trying to justify what we've done. Where sheep are like, okay, let's think about it. Our famous words are always, but. But, when someone speaks to you. And my sister, when she was little, she had this thing of axelf. Who's ever been axelf? I want to do it on my own. I want to do it by myself because I'm self-willed. I'm, I'm going to do this myself. You know that goats are known to actually get into trouble because they always do what they shouldn't be doing. The one day we went out, we took our dogs out to Stanford Hills just so they can run. And uh, the dogs were barking and barking. And as we came close, there was a little goat who got his head stuck in the fence. And the more he tried to pull it out, he couldn't get it out because his, his horns were bent slightly backwards and it was hooking on the fence. And the more he pulled, the more he was carrying on and he couldn't get out. And the only way you could get out was he had to actually come forward further closer to the gate and then be pulled out because that's the only way he got out. You see, goats are self-sufficient. They try and do their own thing. They try and make things the way that they want it. And when they do it like that, they always get into trouble. Number three is their diet, what they eat. My wife tells me that I look like what I eat. So I've got to be careful what I eat. 
Because you see, sheep graze. So they eat there. Like Will Marie always said, stay low, aim high. Stay low, aim high. Humble. Proverbs 20, 29, 23 says, One's pride will bring him low, but he who is lowly in spirit will obtain honor. Humble. You need to be humble. Goats always end up with their back legs, on their back legs, trying to get to the top of everything to eat the top leaves. Have you ever seen goats? They don't want to eat there. They want to be up. So they're always striving to achieve things. And sometimes we can look at people and we can say, oh, that oak, yes, he's just striving for, for, to achieve something. But he might just be really confident. We mustn't mix that one up. When people are confident, we, we, we sometimes think that they're trying to strive. So we try and break them down so that they can't get to where God wants them because you think they want to be above you. So we need to be careful. But even in our own hearts, we mustn't strive for something that God hasn't called us to do. Like Andrew was talking about everyone having to play his part. So the I cannot say to the ear, I don't need you. And the eye can't tell the ear, I want to be an ear, so I'm going to move over and become an ear. Because that's not the role of an eye. An eye needs to be here so that I can see. An eye can't hear. But an ear can hear. And because sheep stay humble and they eat the right things, they're actually more healthy than goats. Because goats eat anything. Whatever you give them. And Matthew 15, 11 says the following. It is not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but what comes out of the mouth, this defiles a person. And it's a principle, what you put in through your eyes and what you watch, what you listen to, will eventually come out of your mouth. Because it's just a principle that happens. So what do we fill ourselves with? What is our diet? Are we watching really, really scary horrors? Like Pet Cemetery, Saw, 1, 2, 3, 500. There's just so many of them. Because what you watch is, if you watch that stuff, you open yourself up for fear. You allow fear to come into your life and it will actually start playing itself out in your family. We know the story of a young guy and a girl who were, who were dating one another. I can't remember what their names were. And he watched a whole bunch of really chachachut. And eventually they had fights and fights. It's an American thing. And eventually she disappeared. And they found her. Eventually they found out that he actually killed her. Because he watched those things and he actually tried it on her. And he killed her. Because you see, what we put in is eventually what we'll get out. Number four is their temperament. Their personalities. So I want to show you one video quickly. I knew you were 
Did you guys actually know what that was? So go and research it. It's called the goat compilation, right? So that's what a goat sounds like when it screams at you, all right? It didn't do the effect that I wanted, but the idea is, is their personality. So a goat will scream at you, all right? They will scream at you. They don't want to do what you want to do. But sheep, on the other hand, they've got a flocking instinct. Do you know that? You know that, that actually sheep flock together naturally. Whenever there's thunder, whenever there's rain, whenever there's things going absolutely ape out there, if there's a wolf or anything, the sheep naturally flock together. And that's what God has called us to do, like the church, to actually flock together, to run to one another, not away from one another. And even in Genesis 1 verse 18, it's the only place in the Bible where God says that it is not good that man is actually alone. In Genesis 1.18. It's the only place in the Bible where God said that it's not good. Because everything else he created before then was good. Except that. And so God has never actually called us to be by ourselves. He hasn't called you to be a lone ranger. He hasn't called you to be by yourself without the body of Christ which we are, because sheep flock together. You know that even though goats, they're cute and innocent, they always have a knack for finding trouble, and they always find a way out. Have you ever tried to keep a goat in one place? They always, always get out, and they always run. So when the pressure gets turned on, what happens to a goat? He runs. But sheep flock together. So what is our attitude? Independence is dangerous. Because if we do not allow others to build into us, we can get swayed quickly. We can get lost quickly. Because we haven't got people building into us. Number five. Horns. Anybody grow horns this morning? Can you feel? Just check. There isn't any. Horns. You know that most sheep actually don't have horns. Some males do. But you know what's quite interesting about male sheep is that their horns actually grow backwards. And they actually curl. So they don't get in the way. But goats have pointy ones. And who's ever met someone with that you think has got a pointy personality? Like, leave me alone. Don't come close to that person because they, they, they're going to get in your face. They're going to be horrible to you because they've got a pointy set of horns. Because basically goats say to you, stay away from each other. Stay away from me. I don't want to allow you in. But sheep will always allow you close. And by doing, though, doing that, they learn to know the shepherd's voice. John 10, verse 1. Yes? 2, 5. Thank you.
Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in by another way, that man is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the gatekeeper opens. The sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name, and he leads them out. When he has brought out all of his own, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. A stranger they will not follow, but they will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. Interesting. Do we hear God's voice? What do we listen to? Who do we allow to impact into our lives? Do we allow God to come and to work in us? So when he highlights something in you, are you actually willing to say, okay, Lord, I'll change? Because you see, the Holy Spirit is normally like a, a little itch. It starts a little bit. It itches. So especially when you have an itch over here, like there, where you just, just can't reach it. And eventually you've got to ask someone to scratch it for you because you just can't reach that little itch. And the voice of the Holy Spirit is exactly the same way because he starts itching in areas in your life that you don't want him to get into. And when he starts, when it starts, you can either just like leave it or you can actually scratch it and go there and see what the problem is. But we can only do it when we actually recognize the shepherd's voice. He doesn't stand behind you with a stick and beat you until you listen. The Bible says that he walks ahead of you. And if you don't follow, you know what will happen? You won't move into what God has for you. You'll stay where you are. Because you're not hearing his voice. You're not walking in step with what he's doing. Number six. This is a very interesting one. Glands. Glands. We all have glands. Glands. Clearer. So do you know that sheep have actually got tear ducts? underneath their eyes and they've got scent glands in their toes while goats don't goats glands sit behind their bum on their tail just below their tail so goats smell horrible sheep do not they do stink slightly but not that much but a goat homes they smell terrible. You don't want to come close to a goat. I think any would know. Goats. They smell horrible. You don't want to put a goat in your car. You don't want to take him home. You don't want to love him because he stinks. And John 13, 33, 34 and 35 says, John 13, 34. A new command I give to you. That you love one another, just as I have loved you. You are also to love one another. And by this, all people will know that you are my disciples, 
if you love one another. And 2 Corinthians 2, verse 14 to 16. It says, but thanks to God who is in Christ, who in Christ always leads us in triumphal procession and through us spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of him everywhere. For we are the aroma of Christ to God among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. To one, a fragrance from death to death. To another, the fragrance of life to life. To life, who is sufficient for all these things? So we actually carry a fragrance. You actually smell like something. Ivia, come here. Matthew, come here for me. Arms up. Arms up. Ivia, right, come for me. No, 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 you've got to go in deep, bro. Oh, you've got to go in deep. You can't go halfway. I get, I get it all on, don't worry. Okay, now, Matthew, you're going to smell Evia's. <laughs> Let's just smell if we all smell it right, eh? So we all carry a fragrance. Stand still, you're not going anywhere. Hold on, I'm not done with you. So we have a fragrance that will either, either attract us towards one another or that will actually repel us from one another. And there's five aromas that God actually loves when he looks at us. And number one is the aroma of our praise. When we pray and we spend time with him, it actually goes up as a sweet aroma to him. The second one is our aroma of repentance. Do we repent quickly? Oi. Repent. <laughs> How do we repent? Is our repentance quick? Is it, is it swift? Or do we hide things? Number three, the aroma of our witness. Can people see Jesus in you? Can people see Jesus through you in everything that you do? Number four is our aroma of love. How much do we love one another? How much do we love? Are we willing to lay down our lives for our brothers and our sisters? Do we love? And I have a special one for Evia. The aroma of our bride place. Are we willing to put our lives on the altar for him? Are we willing to be bride place? Are we willing to be like a lamb being put on the bra so that our smell can be aroma to him? You guys can sit. Because you're distracting. Are we willing to lay down our lives for the king and the kingdom? What aroma do we give off when people look at us? 
when people come close to you, do they feel like they can be a part of this family? Or do they feel like, ah, I don't know. Are we willing to sacrifice ourselves? And there's something about sheep. I need to show you one more video. And even though sheep are doff, and sometimes we're all doff, and we do doff things, but yet God loves us. Yet he's a God that will always come back for us. So let's try this one more time. And we're all like that sheep. God comes and we got ourselves in a hole. And he comes and he, pussy and he pulls us out. And then we go and run away. Yay! And then we end up back in the hole. And that's how we are. But you know what? God is so gracious that he comes and takes us out of that hole every time. Because he's God. And you know what? Sometimes God actually calls you and I to help other sheep to get out of the hole. Because they can't get out on their own out of that hole. Because they need help. And you know, we're all a work in progress. Not one of us have arrived. Not one of us has achieved everything that we set our hearts out to do. But in 1 Samuel 16 verse 7, it says the following. It says, but the Lord said to Samuel, do not look at his appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as a man sees, because man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And Psalm 86, 11, my last scripture. Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. Teach me your ways, O Lord. And that's what God wants to do with us tonight. He wants to come and he wants to teach us his ways. And his ways is not being a goat, kicking against things. It's not, I oh, know I'm not doing this. Because I don't like people. I, I'd rather be by myself. I'd rather just live by myself. But coming out and saying, I want to be part of family. And I want to ask you guys tonight, I'm going to throw this out there. Who of you guys have come into this congregation and has felt that you're part of this family? You're part of us. Because we cannot be without you. No matter what you do, no matter what wrong you've done, because God never rejects you, neither can we. But what aroma are we carrying tonight? Are we allowing Jesus to wash us as white as snow, as white as wool? Have we got pointy horns or round horns?
Are we easy and quick to repent? What do we smell like? What are we filling ourselves with? Because he wants us to be sheep. So I want to close, I want you to close your eyes. And I want to ask you tonight. If you've loved the Lord before and you got lost like a sheep, you've run astray and you're like, ah. And you want to come back to the Lord. You know, He's still there waiting for you. He still wants you. And if you've never ever met the shepherd that I spoke about tonight, the shepherd that knows you, that wants you to know his voice, I want to give you an opportunity tonight to give your heart to that shepherd. If you've given your heart before and it's grown cold, I want you to give an opportunity to you tonight to say, Lord, I, I want to come back. Because I just want to be a sheep, Lord. I want to be a sheep. I want to be the sheep, the best sheep that I can be. Because I want to stay low, but I want to aim high for your glory. Because Jesus, it's all about you. It's never about us. It's never about how cool we are. It's never about how good we are. It's about Jesus. And if there's anyone tonight that has never made a commitment to Jesus or your commitment's grown cold, I want to pray for you. I want you to stick up your hand tonight. And if most of us are saved here, that's wonderful. But we do it again and again and again and again because there just might be one. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I thank you for those two hands that were raised. Father, I pray tonight, Lord, that you would come and, Father, that your Holy Spirit would come and work in them. Father, I pray that they would know that as they recommit their lives to you 100%, Lord, that they would never, ever be the same. But, Father, that you would come and that you would pour out your Spirit upon them. Father, that, Lord, that from today that they will be different because of what you've done in them. And Father, I pray for each one of us sitting here tonight, Lord, that we would become good sheep. Lord, that we won't be goats that will try to get out, that would try to always do our own thing. But Father, that we would be sheep, part of your flock, led by our shepherd, because we know your voice. And we worship you for that tonight, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen.